Yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Hello. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up click about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. Don Strowman, the Patreon Don, a.k.a. the modern-day Goof Haraja, coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby, we're taking a quantum leap, gabba, gabba, we. Gabba wee. Yeah, yeah, the girl, she's mine. And uh, uh, uh. <coughs> damn, she's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our the hot, hot wrestling reactions. We are here with a special SummerSlam week bonus episode brought to you by our Patreon, but this is free on the main feed if you dig it. Think about supporting the show. We are grassroots. I'm here with the special guest. Doesn't get more special than this. The current reigning, defending, intercontinental champion, Mr. Dolph Ziggler. What's up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing, man. How are you? Oh, great. Is, is that, hold on, hold is that on. intro over yet? Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I warned you. Don't freak out. Hold on a second. Wait, wait. I didn't do this right. Dolph Ziggler. I'm here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> is your phone ringing? Is that what that is? Yeah. Sorry, I just got a text. <laughs> just got a text from my wife. Wait. You, uh, oh, man, I mean, it's great. Did she say take it down a notch? Is she that said, what the text is? Yeah. She said you're embarrassing yourself in front of your heroes. What are you doing? They say never meet them. Hey. You know? Okay, before we get into it, we want to we plug some stuff because this is SummerSlam week. Heck yeah. I mean, you got a big match coming up that we all know about, but also before the match, the lead-up is the exciting stuff. And of course. Should, yeah. A big, big, huge week for wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans alike all around. Coming to New York City, New That's Jersey right. area. It's going to be awesome. And this Friday night and Saturday night, you can catch me and Dolph Ziggler <laughs> in Out on the show. town, That's hanging right. out. That's right. You can catch me first and then the Intercontinental Champion, Dolph Ziggler. Friday night at Dolph Ziggler and Friends at midnight. At Caroline's on Broadway. Fantastic. What a, what a dream come true for me. I'm a an idiot who loves stand-up comedy, and the fact that I'm being a, a, on a show at Caroline's in New York City is something I do not deserve, but it's going to be awesome. Headlining. Headlining No show. big deal. Typical part-timer headlining yeah. WWE show. Makes sense, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you're pulling a reverse Brock. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Get a little you're Jimmy doing... John's uh, sponsor for the show, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, that'd be great. You're doing what Brock does. Yeah, in wrestling, you're doing crushing it. Before. it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You show up just, just to headline. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I haven't seen you at any mics. Okay, you're just going right to Caroline's. No, but that's <laughs> Friday night at midnight at Caroline's, and uh, you were telling me some of the guests that are coming to the show, and I won't spoil them. Yeah, I, I'm trying. But, uh, to, come to the show. It's it's going to be nuts. There's a handful of wrestling people that are my friends who are on Raw or SmackDown who have never done any type of stand-up comedy and are willing to do two or three minutes because it's all for charity. We're doing a huge thing from the Wounded Warriors Project, which I uh, is close to my heart.
Walmart, and I'm constantly doing stuff with them. All the merchandise I sell, the pre-show VIP meet and greet, everything that we do is going to be a huge donation to them. So it's it's something special, but also it's awesome. Everyone you want to see that week who's busy doing all these appearances, you might get to see do some awesome uh, stand-up or some really, really bad stand-up. Either way, it'll be good. Right. Um, yeah. And and uh, the next night, that's gonna be awesome. Yes. The next night, Saturday at midnight. That's Friday night at midnight. Yes. Saturday at midnight after NXT Takeover Brooklyn, you're gonna be a little drunk, right? <laughs> and you're gonna be like, "What am I gonna do?" Well, you know what you're gonna do. You're gonna come see Dolph Ziggler again. Woo! At the Comedians of Wrestling Summer Slamtacular at Caveat Theater. You can get your tickets at caveat.nyc. I'm gonna be doing a super long set only about professional wrestling. You're trying to get people there, right? What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what so I'm doing. You're I'm doing it. You're doing a set. Maybe not say super long. Let's let's you know short oh, and sweet. Oh, Always yeah, leave yeah, one yeah. more. Guys, kid. I'm doing three minutes. I'm gonna be doing a three. How minutes. exciting and great will that be? Just a couple of minutes of Dan. I mean, uh, you, to be fair, this podcast. I see you being a heel has affected you. Yeah, uh, since I was five years old. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like this podcast should be done as you preparing for the podcast for that hour that I got here. It's the best. It's funnier than any material that you're going to do, except for Saturday night. I'm excited for it. Because I'm such a, like, disheveled Jew. Like, I'm just it's, like. It's I'm like, so fun. Right, no. I'm like, Dolph, you're coming in. What time are you coming? You want a coffee? Like, yeah. what? Well, and no, I, I appreciate that. I was such a, such a great host. Yeah. I have a checklist of questions to ask you oh about this God. weekend. Yeah. I'm so planned. Yes. Well, you know I went to school for accounting. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah I think I did know that. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad to see you using it. <laughs> oh, man. I went to school for political science, and uh, I kind of use it, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're playing the politics of the WWE game, which are serious. Well, I was going to say doing politics on Fox Business tonight at 8 o'clock <laughs> oh, on yeah. Kennedy's show. But, yeah, we can, it, I mean, everything can be a joke, I guess. Uh, I try to ignore the fact that you're on Fox all the time, but uh, but anyway, okay, <laughs> on Fox News. Come on, man. Okay, no, it's, hey, 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 it exists. No, yeah, oh, yeah. Great. It exists? Anyway, Is whatever, that the line? Is it? Come on, man. It exists, but, uh, <laughs> no, anyway. Uh, it's a great should, show, and I'm glad Imagine we get into political, no, you're on a great show. You're on the, you're on the best show on the network. Woo. Uh, you're going to be on, on Kennedy, right? Yes. When is that going to air, time. tonight? It'll be tonight at 8 o'clock, Fox Business Live. All right, so that, great yeah. Show. But you're, and you're always on that show. Kennedy's awesome. Uh, yeah, she, she's awesome. I'm on there a lot. She's uh, I remember when her she... and Mayor Glenn Jacobs are uh, constantly almost leaning me toward full on libertarian. But we'll see. You know, wow. it's like day to day. You got to figure it out and do. You know, f- see what you like. The Demon came, Mayor of uh, Knox, Knox County, County, Knox County, Tennessee. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah. Well, Kennedy. I remember Kennedy when she used to introduce. Uh, Better than Ezra songs on, <laughs> on I was gonna say Liquid Television. No, Al- Alternative Nation or something. Yeah, that was cool. She's like a big part of my uh, childhood. <laughs> I like think of, like Kennedy. That's Kennedy. No, but that anyway. So anyway, check out the SummerSlam Tacular. Uh, midnight a caveat at Saturday night on Saturday night. This Saturday night, August eighteenth, after NXT Takeover. It's at midnight. Come on over. They got a bar there. It's gonna be a great time. They got a bar. I'm in. Other guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Z- Dolph Ziggler will be. In the house. The question is, will he bring the belt? I mean, that's that's. That, let's leave that in, up in the to air. To be fair, belts hold up your pants. If you want me to bring my intercontinental championship title, oh, I'm a, sorry. Was that, can I championship I and title are both acceptable? Belts hold up your pants, brother. So we oh, will. Uh, we got a Vince guy here. We got a Vince well. Guy here. Uh, <laughs> I am a company man, and <laughs> yeah. clearly, and uh, I like to deliver and you know. Educate also why I'm speaking. So. The company man? That, I saw the way you spoke to uh, Kurt Angle. <laughs> hey, I'm a huge fan of Kurt Angle's. Yeah. Just, you know, don't get on my bad side. Okay, check out those shows. Anyway. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready? 
Look, we got an exciting sponsor on the show, Adam Letterman, attorney at law. Yeah! (laughs) Adam is the top guy at the law firm, Davis, Saperstein, and Solomon, located in New Jersey and New York. Adam was voted a top 40, under 40 lawyer nationally and is certified by the Supreme Court of New Jersey. That ain't easy. As a civil trial attorney, baby. Attorney, baby. Adam specializes in personal injury law. Call this guy if you've been hit by a car, a kendo stick, or Elias' guitar. All cow listeners get free legal advice from Adam himself. Just another perk of this podcast. And all you got to do is simply message Adam Letterman, L-E-D-E-R-M-A-N, on Facebook. Adam's actually in the Comedians at Wrestling Facebook group. He made it real easy for you. Yeah, you just message him in there. All right? Unlike Brock Lesnar, Adam will show up and be your legal champion. (laughs) This is real life. Okay, so you're, okay. Now you're in here. You're in here. The last time we had you in here was like, I don't know when that was. but I don't either. Probably a, a, year, a year and a half ago, something Maybe, like that. Maybe, yeah. Now you're the current intercontinental champion. Yes. How does that feel to be the intercontinental champion? It's pretty cool, especially on uh, live events where, um, you know, it, it, this is not a dig in any way. Brock is not around all the time. And no. he is the universal champion. So when it comes to the live events, there's a women's championship. There's our tag championships, but a lot of times I am, for the last uh, two months now, been in the main events of all our live events, whether it's a singles match and the title's on the line, or there's a tag with me and my buddy Drew versus uh, two-thirds of the Shield, and uh, it's it's been uh, awesome. I, uh, I love that honor of having that title and tearing down the house no matter what the situation. Right, uh, because... I love it. I love that. Uh, I have to decipher when you're going to be working me and when you're going to be when you're going to be the company man and when <laughs> when you're going to be when are you Dolph Ziggler and when am I getting Nick? But so because last time you oh were wait in, well, I, what you got Nick right now? Oh okay. What okay. A- asked I, bro? No no because last time you were in here you said you're not a mark for championships. I'm not, but what, when you're a champion and you realize that what, what you're doing on the show, it's like, I don't go, oh my God, I gotta be champion. Right. I go, if I'm killing it and I am the champion and I'm setting an example by tearing it down in the house, right. tearing the house down, like, that's fine. That's not being a mark for championships. Well, I'm some- a mark for being the best. Yeah, Who cares? That was a great answer. Thank <laughs> that you. That was a really great answer. Yeah, it's not, that's a real answer. But I'm saying like Sunday, if you go to sleep, if you go to sleep Sunday, <laughs> not the champion, do you feel sad? Or are you more like that? Sh- that match rocked the fucking house it's, down. Yeah, it's sports entertainment. So more importantly, is did I do everything I could to make my job the best it can be? That say Seth was in there with someone else, they couldn't have done this. They couldn't have done it this way. It wouldn't have been this smart. It wouldn't have been this good. That's the checklist I do. And so whether I go to bed as champion and whether I go to bed with 99 of the 100 points checked off in my head that were great, I will be thinking of the one time where I go, oh, I could have been here instead of here. Damn it. That's, That's a- what I'll think of while I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, That's you're not going to actually go to sleep. By it's, the way, do you ever tricky. sleep? That's uh, the yeah. question. <laughs> Dude, I, I appreciate you pushing back the podcast today because yeah. I got – about 45 minutes last night and about 15 on the plane, and I needed a power nap and to hit the gym real quick and, of course, get some poached eggs and avocado. But yeah, well, you, you know, that's what you text No avocado me. toast. Don't waste the carbs. You texted me. Whenever we text, it's always bits. It's yes. It's always bits back and forth, and then you texted me. For the when first you said, time ever, first I said time a normal said... thing to you, and you went, ha, 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 and I went, uh-oh. <laughs> you said, it's the first time I've ever said, ha, 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 ha. It, it really is. Really? Yeah, which is funny. Because you said poached egg and avo. 
Yeah. Just, you go, yeah. I was like, I was like, you want anything? And you're like, nah, nah I just had a poached egg and an avo. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> avo? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'll just pretend that I've been texting you bits <laughs> nonstop. No, it was good. Uh, but so you're saying like you... most fans don't have my phone number, just so you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm a, that make and, them DM and, me. And let's be honest here. <laughs> let's be honest here. I try. Look, we're friends. I'm such a fucking mark. I try so hard. To be cool, but it doesn't. That's why I just stopped with the wrestlers. You, they know I'm a mark. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I talk about it every week. You know, it's just whatever. They get the deal. Yeah. Like you are the Intercontinental Champion, and and you're not wearing the belt right now. The yeah. title, thank the you. Championship. I appreciate I apologize. that. Yeah, I apologize. That's fine. No, and and uh, you're 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 not wearing the championship right now, and that blows my fucking mind. If I was the champion, I'd be wearing that thing twenty four. Well, I, I wore it on the plane. I wore it to the car. Uh, yeah, is that I, true? Uh, no, that's not true. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. But in my head as a kid, I was like, if I ever you got get, in the bag like it's a cat yeah, on the airplane. It's no, real life. Yeah. You, can't, you can't check that stuff, man. You got to carry it on. And once in a while, when you have to, you have a small plane, and you got to give them your bag over to like uh, plane side check it, I take the title out and bring it with me on the plane because you can't screw around, man. Right. So okay. I've had bags lost like that plenty of times. Right. Because you, I mean, you travel an insane amount, right? I mean, yes. you're on the road 300 it's, days a year, probably. It's annoying. Like that. Ha- like two thirds of this job is travel. Like the wrestling part's awesome. The working out part. Yeah. Like being able, like, to do everything we do is great. But the tr- it's it's 300 days it. a year. I'm gone. And plus, I kind of have a couple side jobs, so I'm constantly flying even more than those two days off at home. I'm on another flight. So. I know you're a maniac. You also, I can't believe you. You're like I had to squeeze the gym. Uh, anyway, it's all. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do it. I want to talk about the championship for a second. All right, like traveling with it. So I'm saying that. Uh, do you have the option? If, tell me, if this is too marky. Do you have the option to just leave it with them, or they're like, no, we want you. WB's like, we want you traveling with no, it. No, it's yeah, it's it's an understood thing. You travel with it, right? And you don't check it, and you don't because, like I said, bags get lost all the time. And even the carry-on bag, I always have my gear, boots, and a spare change of clothes, and my title, and that's it. And once in a while, when you do have to check your bag plane side because you have a small jet or something that you're getting on, it's. I will take the title out. I go, I could always wrestle in my clothes, but I need uh, five days a week. I have to have this title with me for whatever match I'm going to, whatever appearance I'm doing. Yeah, you can't screw around, man. That's fucking awesome. Okay. It's kind of cool. That is, I love it. All right, let's talk about this current iteration of the, your character right now. Okay. So now you're a heel. Last time you came in, you were a baby face. Was I really? Yeah. I, I think you That's were funny. just teetering on the... I mm, think in, in... Or maybe you were... Uh, no, you weren't doing... It wasn't... Record scratch, Ziggler. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. In 13 years, I think there's about a year and a half where I was full-fledged good guy, and I hated it. You were very over. That's what we talked about last time when <laughs> that, you were a fan. We just we talked about how, yeah, yeah, how great yeah, yeah. I was and how over yeah, I was. You were great. Well, we yeah. t- last time we talked about that Survivor Series match. Oh, wow. That's funny. Okay. Uh, that was a hell of a match. I loved that. That was a great match. Uh, well, that vigilante stink came and uh, and uh, and ruined it. But uh, <laughs> I thought it was great. No, it was awesome. Well, not ruined it for you. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge WCW guy, right. but I'm a big Flair guy, and I was always, I always, there's like this, this coolness of Stinger being this this entity that has never crossed over to WWE, and I thought it was a huge deal. Like 
I love where I work. I love doing what I do. But there's like this appreciation for that brand loyalty where Stinger, I don't know what the situations always were, but he never came over to WWE at any point. Wait, didn't he have a big problem during the Attitude Era with like, because he's kind of religious? Didn't he have a big problem with how? Bro, I, I am not the Marky yeah, Mark you that, that you are. So I mean, I, come I, on, have, man. I have no idea. I, I, Shame. I just. You should know this. I had no idea. I don't know people's lives. And by the way, when you when you read a rumor online, like if you if it's about you and your friends, you go, oh, that's the opposite of what happened to you. Yeah. I don't believe anything I read. My dad will text me. He's like, he's like, what? You, you punched Vince backstage like no dad uh, I didn't oh, okay cool just making sure like, yeah. alright so like that's how dumb stuff like that is but dude Stinger showed up Seth and I were in the ring yeah. when Stinger showed up awesome. and I thought it was one of the coolest things and the reason I keep saying Stinger is because there's yeah that's this, my question Stinger. there's this amazing four horsemen Stinger tag match where they make it seem like Flair has been jumped by I believe Pillman and Arn and they're setting up where uh, Sting is all by himself against these two horsemen without a partner. Yeah. They look like they just beat up Flair throughout the thread of the show. They get it. Stinger's getting beat up for 15 minutes with no one to tag. Flair makes his way down the aisle just in his alligator shoes and slacks with a big cut on his forehead. And he's strutting on the side of the ring going, come on, Stinger! Come on, Stinger! Because he's going to turn yeah. on the horsemen. And you wait eight or ten more minutes of two-on-one. He tags Flair. The place fucking erupts. Yeah. Flair struts in, struts and goes, woo, and turns around and punches Sting right in the face. And it is the greatest thing that I've ever seen in wrestling. That I've been brushing up on my oh, I loved it. I, I have to watch that immediately, bro. I, I it's some kind of paper. I'm not good with old old school stuff. No, I'm not I, like that. Like that's I, a famous kind of a, a fake. Like you think the horsemen are turning on Flair or something, and he just keeps going. Come on, Stinger! And it's the crowd goes from hours earlier going, all the horsemen are the bad guys. We're rooting for Stinger to where they turn the crowd, and he's begging for that tag, and he gets it, and it's it's beautiful. Work well. We could uh, let's parlay that into my question, which was that right. I said this iteration of Ziggler, yeah, right. And you brought up Flair, and so I see you, and I'm like, this feels like some inspired by not not a knockoff by any means, <laughs> but you got the outfit now. You're wearing the blazer, yeah. The hair. I mean, that's God. I love the hair. So I opened up questions to our listeners, <laughs> and I got the, most questions <laughs> were about the new. Ashley Schaefer, BMW, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. flat, the, the the hair. What's the the inspiration for the hair? I mean, I, it's not Flair-esque, no, but it's, it's flattened. But the, 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 it's straightened, flattened. Yeah, it's yeah. flattened. It's like, yeah, it's flattened. Flat ironed, I think, is the term. What, is uh, there any, is there, yeah, do you think, I mean, with the hair, like, because you, you should switch it up with the hair a good amount. Yeah, I do. I, there, I, I try and mix it up almost all the time. Or for big pay-per-view matches and stuff, I'll get a different kind of braid or something weird. And uh, for, a, for a pretty long time, I wasn't talking on the microphone too much, so usually if I came out, it was to wrestle. So, I, I uh, you know, in the old days, I used to come out, and I, 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 I enjoy that not so much Dolph Ziggler, but Nick Nemeth is a real life '80s bad guy in real life, yeah. and I, I live for that. But I'm also like the key, the hair, the flat ironing, the hair is what I do for every Motley Crue show, every Poison show, every '80s rock <laughs> hair. But I do the hair because I get all glam rocked up because I'm a huge fan of that. So that's why I started wearing the pants and I'm a big Vince Neil guy and I love all that stuff. So I, it is a little bit of a flair because you get the the nice feathered hair, whatever. But the idea is I finally have, for the last couple of weeks, finally get to talk a little bit. So I go, let me dress how I would 
if I was dressed up being this douchebag that I am. I yeah. love this, but also make it cool. And I go like a Hawaiian shirt, '80s bad guy, rolled up the sleeves the one week on my blazer, flat iron the hair, put the shades on, and I go. No one is embracing like I don't know. Everything is a little bit of a shades of gray. Not everyone's like, yeah, I'm the good guy. Boom, I'm the bad guy. Because last night, Drew and I spoke a little bit of truth to the fans and their fickleness and everything. And it like yeah. it made sense to me. But also there's this, I dress like this because I can. But what really bums me out, what really bums me out is last night I had a really fun promo. Loved I got it. to tell everyone kind of how I really felt. Dean Ambrose makes a surprise return. Yeah. And the number one most important thing was... Your hair looks stupid. Dean's haircut is funny. I go, that's what you got from this promo? Like, the two guys are, like, pouring their hearts out. This one guy who's been rehabbing for seven months comes yeah. out, cleans house, and what we get was, man, Dean's hair looks funny. Dolph's got funny-looking hair. Like, dude, Do you mean on Twitter? What, yes, what are you referring yes, to? I don't. I, I mean social media, which yeah. uh, and uh, because I don't pay a we, huge amount of attention to it, but it is a genuine part of our business these days. So I, I check it out, and it's like, man, that, that guy busted his ass for seven months to come back, look like a, a jack million bucks, and come do his thing. And it's like, once in a while, once in a while, go, hey, that was a cool part of wrestling history, or or this didn't make any sense to me, but whatever. But it's like, that's what I got. Your hair's funny. Dean's hair's funny. I go, yeah. Dude, well, that's why uh, this was a, a pretty cool special 15 minute segment of the main event go home for SummerSlam. And I thought everyone played their parts pretty damn well. Yeah. No, I would say that uh, our I, this podcast, the Comedians Wrestling Facebook group, is. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm plugging it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not. But I'm saying like the, the response in there, we have a th- live thread going and it's kind of like a moderated group where yeah. we, we cut out like the noise, what I'm saying. But the response in there was very, uh, very positive for that segment. And every. And no one was saying. They, we comment on the promos, uh, yeah, I get and it. people, and the, the you guys are super Marky Mark stuff, which and, and, I, and that's not always that, in a bad way. I mean, like you're yeah. you're getting down to the the meat and potatoes of everything, and like, yeah, how this was Dean cool or how this great. was bad. Everyone's yeah. like, Dean looks yeah. great. Clearly, he's been uh, getting in shape and thinking about how he wants to come back and yeah. re, like, rebrand himself and the way he wants to do it. I think that, and then the, my texts are coming in about when, I, you know, people know you're coming in. Yeah. I've all been saying that they dug the promo a lot yeah. last night. It was fun. But I think no one's coming. I think that, I think that, I think last night, if I refer to just you specifically, it was also, you had a little more, the character felt a li- like, like you're going for something new. Uh, yeah. uh Like, with the chewing the gum, like there is an element of it that is, I, I don't know how to describe it because I don't want to, actually I don't want to just be like, here's what it is and then you're like, I have a completely different vision for but what maybe, this but is. But that's fine. That That's how people take it. But it these, is like 80s you know. bad guy, which I, if I yeah. ever talk to people about you, I'm like, yo, that's, that's his deal. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. My he's, real life if, persona if, is an 80s bad guy, and I sometimes to, get to play that character on TV. Yeah. My real life, yeah. I love it. And then you're like the, the douchebag thing. I think you were leaning into the douche last night in a way that yeah. was really great. But then I also like how it came down to serious and the points are authentic. Like, yeah, I think that's anything awesome. was like, here's my character, and he might have some fun f- flair to it. Yeah, right. But then here's the authentic core. Yeah. And I feel like that's what you were hitting on, which is you and Drew. When when you and Drew were, like, beat up last night just laying on the ramp, right? I'm like, it is true. Look at these fucking guys. It's clear these guys look work their asses off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, for, I get for, it. To be where you are. I mean, Drew, you, you easily could have not been the Intercontinental Champion again. 
Yeah, right. Very Based easily. on the fact that you've been there a longer time, there's newer guys coming up. Yeah, sure. But you worked your way to a place where, oh, to a place of let's call it relevance, for lack of a better <laughs> word, where it's like, yeah, he can, you can, you're still working hard, where you can always be plugged into that spot. That yeah. matters. And Drew got fired. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's he, very he true. guys look like a fucking million bucks. There's yeah. no, yeah, no, no wasted day in the gym. Uh, yeah. I thinking agree. about what the character is. So I think that's what you guys were speaking to, which connects to me. Am I yeah, right yeah, or wrong? Yeah, I, and if you were wrong, I would tell you. Or you, you can't be wrong. It's your opinion. But I would say, like, oh, well, I was kind of going for this. But that's that's it. Yeah, like, we we, we pride ourselves on, on busting our ass, but also the entire roster. Is there some real anger ass. there? Oh, okay. Gen- yeah, there's genuinely. Like, there's some genuine anger of, like, people who do you guys you and Drew do you feel like there are people happy to just collect a paycheck absolutely and then yeah but that but that's but that's life like if if you're a garbage man or you work in a library or you're there's going to be you know five percent of the people that are your close friends five percent are your enemies and 90 percent of the people in the middle but it's like everyone on this so roster library enemies yeah I guarantee it oh get, getting the weekends off all the time <laughs> get the hell out of here yeah uh, but it's just Cynthia I, downstairs she, yeah. sometimes she puts the books in backwards yeah or and on purpose yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just I so you gotta recalculate the card catalog I'm sure it's all digital now I don't know she doesn't but. respect the Dewey yeah. Decimal System yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. that's yeah. that's the that's the one you, you finish on yeah, yeah, Dewey Decimal yeah, yeah okay, that's good, good. We, we nailed it but you're saying yes that's like any job where there's people who are complacent yeah that's what you're but in this job as much as uh, so I've been crazy over the last 10 years when people go, yeah, but that's the hardest working guy in that company. Sometimes that's not, it's said about me, which is amazing because I've worked at other jobs where people slack off to whatever this job, people go out of their way every day to hit the gym every day to go out of their way to be nice to somebody in the airport and, and then go out there and go, I have th- three minutes tonight or I have 30 minutes. I am going to bust my ass because one, you want to get better. One, you want to be a better spot at all times. Even if you're the champ, you want to go, I want to be the champ for the next two years or something. So you right. constantly have these little goals to go through. And everybody's busting their butts. And I love that. I live for it. Uh, when I'm on a movie set or doing a show and someone goes, man, there's a lot of real jerks uh, in show business. But anytime it's a WWE guy or, or one of your uh, the, the female superstars, they are above and beyond humble and nice and great. And then go out there and kill it. And I go, that is this crazy like that is how it really is back there yeah so for the fact that there is this tiny handful that we can go this guy's not working out he's, he's coasting let's call him out on his on his shit right and yeah. there, you have specific guys in my, I won't ask you to name names absolutely uh, but I mean of course we can see him but there is a <laughs> but there is a tiny handful of people who are not busting their ass of that ring every night right. and, and and a lot of times there's someone say like a Heath Slater or a Zack Ryder you might only see on main event you might only see in the dark match those guys are busting their butts and they're tr- and they're busting their butts to get on our show yeah and it's like you feel for them because I, I gravitate toward people who want to be the best and want to be awesome and a lot of times sometimes that guy is a Randy Orton type who's a 25 time champion and sometimes it's a guy who can't get out of the dark match yeah I mean so uh, you know, the people who listen to this podcast are pretty fucking marky, so it's mm-hmm. kind of this thing where there's a deep appreciation for like Kurt Hawkins and yeah, later on here, of course, we see like yo getting over that gimmick of uh, the, the kids gimmick and the uh, losing streak gimmick, like that. Not yeah. everyone can do that, so we, we have an appreciation for that. But I always think about like guys, you know, the guys you just mentioned. Let's say like they traveling to a city. You get there and you do nothing on the show. Yeah, it's that it's is very, brutal. It's very disheartening, it, and it's because uh, I've toured doing improv. I, I, you know, I've been I've toured where I get I don't there. Know if I admit I'm that doing... in public, but yeah. Can we, uh, Sarah? Can we yeah. edit that in out? Three, sure two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and we'll start again at three, <laughs> two, zip, zap, zop. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so we get to, uh, I'm saying, and, but I know I'm going to perform. I can't right. imagine just there is a good, There's a travel. chance that 12 people, I'm just guessing, are not on the show. And then there's someone like me in the craziest of ways. I've been in trouble backstage. I've messed up before. But I've also done some great things. And then I've been told, like, and there's a couple weeks that go by where I'm not on TV, and I go, "What the hell is going on?" And then you got to imagine someone who's working just as hard as you, someone who's probably taller than you, right. and probably you know, sometimes way more jacked than you, and they're not even on the show on a weekly basis. But uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's got to be crushing. Yeah. And uh, so I've been hilariously fortunate to almost always be doing something, and I, it's almost to a, you know. Uh, in a negative way to where I never go away. But it's, it's uh, man, to, to show up and say you're not on the live events, say you're not bringing a big paycheck home and you show up Monday at TV and they go, yeah, we don't have anything for you. And you, you have to go, man, what the hell can I do? So then maybe you got to go pitch some ideas. Maybe it makes you hit the gym harder. Maybe it makes you go, hey, I got to go talk to Vince and tell him I need to do something right now and here's why. But, you know, it's, right. it's a scary thing and it's uh, it's rough, man. But it's 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 show business. Yeah. So not everybody wins and not the best people are, you know, winning the Emmys. You know, sometimes they're on CISO or something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. CISO. Uh, CISO. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, okay, I I have some questions from the listeners. I want to make sure I get to Are them. these all going to be from you, your diary or something? It's like from these are from my Dan diary. B. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. Right. This, this is from Donnie Capri. Oh, yeah. no, that's RKO my... lover, <laughs> Dan B. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, how involved are you in the record scratch? As a... Uh, as a, as a uh, I got a couple of questions about the the record scratch. It's a very interesting thing. Um, a little bit. Uh, the original idea was from the top, and I uh, have on several different occasions offered to modify it a little bit. And I, I I'm well aware that we're yeah. not playing vinyl records backstage, yeah. which is is a fair point and joke, but. Yeah. It, uh, but also in my head, I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan, at least deep down, to where you get Mick Foley's car crash, Stone Cold Steve Austin breaking yeah. glass. It is not along those lines in any way, shape, or form. But it is something that lets people know, oh, that's Dolph's music's about to play. So after 13, or I don't know, I may may have had a second song like seven years ago or something. I don't know when I switched from my imperfection to what it is now. To go at some point, I can't just change my character in the ring. I can't just go from trunks to pants and then just go and just keep playing the same song. I I appreciate that there is some different aspect to it. Like there's a record scratch. Like hey, the show's stopping right now because I'm yeah. coming out, and that's how the way I go to see with like that's the way I want to feel. It's like you know that without looking up that I'm coming out. Yeah. And it's different than when I was coming out three years ago. Oh, yeah, cool. I like that. I think the psychology of the record scratch yeah. is uh, is is cool. It kind of shifted. Yes. And then... It's I, been modified several different times, and, yeah. I, and I've been caught off guard a few times, but I think the way we have it for the most part is record scratch, here comes Dolph, here comes this psychopath with him, and I and I think uh, it's it works out pretty well. Love it. What's your relationship with Drew like? Friends with benefits. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Ziggler and Drew <laughs> McIntyre are sleeping together. Uh, he he's he's casually. So I'm not close friends with a lot of people. Very few. 
And when he was here the first time Backstage or in life? Both Okay v- Very much both uh, Yeah So well, uh, I, You're always traveling yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I okay. a handful of friends, and I, I like it that way. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I like doing my own thing. It's fine. But uh, randomly, so you're gonna, people are gonna get fired, and people are gonna come back. You're gonna meet the same people on the way up as you do on the way down. I hear, I've heard that for 20 years. And he was someone who a couple of times out in Florida, like we hung out and grabbed beers, and and you know, uh, like him, Seamus, like the the United Kingdom group, and uh, like Wade Barrett kind of always hung out. So I was sometimes around those guys, you know, hanging out and have a couple beers or something. So we, we got along great, but we didn't hang out at all. I don't think I had his number. I don't think anything like that. But uh, when he came back, it's like this is Nick and not Dolph cutting a promo. He is laser focused on genuinely ridding the roster of half-assers. And, oh, I fucking love it. It is. He is a friggin' Terminator, and he means it, and everything he says he means and the look in his eye is great, and he looks like he's seven feet tall and made out of steel. It is amazing, and I hope, I hope that we do something along the lines of like evolution to where we go another year or two years. An all jack guy pay per view. Yes, we're <laughs> like yes. No, I'm all, at um, only guys the group who, who work out. Yeah, yeah, only only jack guys and yeah. uh, shirts and skins. <laughs> yeah. And I hope we go to something to where it's a year or two where they're so invested in what we're doing and we continue to have, like, modify our characters on the microphone. So in one day when I go, get out of here, you idiot, and he looks at me, just one little look out of the corner of his eye, and the place goes, oh. And then you build six months later to where he picks me up and slams me through a table and walks away as the hottest baby face in the company. Yeah. Hopefully that investment, so far we've had chance, like we've had chance after chance to talk, to speak, to be in main events, to do uh, pay-per-view matches. Hopefully we just continue to invest in that and he one day is gonna break me in half and go on to win, win the universal title, and I hope it is in two years. Yeah, because we can go really far with this. Yeah, that's awesome. One way to get him pissed off at you is you can, can uh, strap a Chanel bag to his little purse bag that's on his uh, duster. You ever seen his that? His duster. You know he rocks a duster. Uh, he, he, rocks he literally a has a purse. A, it's a purse strap. Because there's but like no a chain purse. with no. Yeah, I've seen the chain. Looks yeah, like yeah. A Chanel purse. Anyway, um, I don't really. I'm not into the brand loyalty when it comes to purses. You guys, this podcast is sponsored by Chanel Number Five. Oh, the good stuff. I don't know. Is that the good one? I don't know. It's from like a movie Number one 30 years ago. Number four sucks. All right. Yeah, right? Yo, uh, do, okay, I mean, this is a follow-up question from the last time you were here. Does the, does the Diesel Sean uh, comparison bother you with no. you and him? No, because uh, a lot of people have compared me to Big Kev, and I get that all the time, <laughs> and it's... Uh, no, you know what? It was the weirdest thing. Like, they go... Because I think it's a good thing. I uh, think it's great that it's, they're like... But everybody's... So, last night... So my hair was flat ironed because I'm a big glam metal rock guy. And Getz Reverend said, I can't believe you're copying Shawn Michaels, Jericho, and Triple H. I go, what? people have flat ironed their hair before and not everything's wrestling. I'm like, when's the last? I go, oh, did they wear stonewashed jeans and a pineapple shirt? Like also, like everybody has done everything ever and when it comes to clothing for the most part. So who the hell cares? Yeah, you know no, what I mean? I- so but when it comes to that, I get it. But at first, all we did was walk down to the ramp and everyone goes, oh. Sean and Diesel. And I go, why? Because one of us is taller? We yeah. didn't talk or do a move yet. Why did you say that? Because a taller guy and I get compared to Sean. Got it. We didn't do anything yet. But 
I don't know that that's exactly the same character, but I get it. We're both good. We're going to be awesome. And uh, the team clicks really quickly. And it's uh, I'm fine with it because all people do is compare you to everything else that had already happened in the Attitude Era. And that's totally okay. But, you know. Yeah. Enjoy what you're watching and then compare it later. Well, now we're in the bad attitude era. But yeah, no, I think that it's just bad a bad attitude I era. Think, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Bro, uh, Zach Ryder um, coins it the gratitude era because we're all just happy to be here, which oh, I really enjoy. That's really Because funny. Uh, we don't get into trouble. He's going to save that for Saturday, for Friday night, yeah. midnight yeah, at Caroline's. Yeah. Well, or maybe he can come spoiler. Saturday night at Caveat Midnight. Also, maybe, yeah, weekend. either way. SummerSlam weekend midnights. shows. SummerSlam Tacular anniversary. And DZ and Friends. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right. Um, here's my all right. Here's my next question for you. <laughs> you don't always have to say that. Okay, I'll say this. I'll segue <laughs> this throw smoother. you off? I'll segue this smoother. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you're coming in. Okay, so yeah. I thought this together, yeah. but I got some great questions. All right, like six you gotta pages. go. By the way, I didn't. All I right, feel get... like I have to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, Dolph's gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let me get this question in. Finally. Okay. Do you have any other the questions countdown... for me? Hold on, let me think about it. Extreme Rules. Okay. You versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, I was there. Uh, you were there. Uh, Iron correct. Man match. Yes. The uh, crowd counting down. The, the death of the Iron Man match? The yes. death. Well, an Iron Man match, it's 30 minutes. Does that annoy you also? Because can it be an Iron Man match if it's only 30 minutes, not an hour? First of all, can you imagine an hour of those countdowns? I would have walked to the back. So they really got on your skin? No. it's I, I, I get it. I get I get having You're main fun. eventing a pay-per-view. It's the first hey. time that the, that the IC title has main eventing right? uh, yeah, it was a like pay-per-view eight, eight like 15 years, years or 15 or something years. Like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, a couple things. One, I will always stand by. WWE Universe can do whatever the hell they want, and I appreciate that. We are a live show. We're a live pay-per-view, live events, you name it. They can boo. They can cheer. They can boo Cena. They can say he sucks. They can cheer me. Is that your opinion? Do you think Cena sucks? Can we get that on the record? If he sucked, he wouldn't be like a <laughs> no, no, 25 no. million time champion or something. I'm sorry. They can do Actually, that doesn't really matter. But like, yeah, you know, he does not suck. But yeah. you have that option to do whatever the hell you want, and we encourage that. And I will live and defend that till the end. It's almost like Second Amendment. You know, I'll defend it. Okay. Do whatever the hell you want to do. All right. Wow. No, 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 no. Yeah, I like it. You gave me the eye. Like, anybody. Uh oh. Anybody. You, can... you made this too political now. Yeah. All right, we got to chop that up. All out. the amendments are great. I'm going to lose all my left wing yeah. listeners. No, now. it's yeah. anybody can do, like, with without hurting someone or doing whatever the hell they want, can do whatever they want. And that's what we encourage it. And it's great. It took away from making that match something special. Two, uh, I tried at a point. I was trying to make things happen in between the countdowns after the buzzer instead of doing them when they needed to be done. So it made the match not as smart, not as psychological, not as great. And then also, had that been an hour, it it would have been a disaster, I think, because either they would have got tired of, of doing it. And, like, and there's certain parts to where I'm a big psychology guy, whether uh, some people believe it or not. And... Um, I focus on like, here's where I want here. And if I don't have it, I got to go here. I got to do this. There was a huge chunk of that where I'm winning and I put in both legs like I did in college to ride him out and watch the clock and choke him out and just sit there and win. Yeah, that's awesome. And the countdown's happening and then they took it off the screen. So I don't have anything to watch. I don't know how much time's left. And then, which is which is fine. I'm still I'm still doing it and voicing that opinion in the ring, which is great. But when they took it off, 
they did a instead of every minute doing a countdown, every 20 seconds they did a countdown. So it made it worse. And I go, man, and I felt bad because a lot of people were doing, but like people had begged and pleaded because there's a social media report that goes uh, behind the scenes and they go, here's what they liked, here's what they didn't like, here's what Twitter liked, whatever. They were so excited. Please don't put Roman in the main event with no title on the line. Give the IC title a chance. And somehow they gave us a chance to go on last with the title on the line, with a chance to make this beautiful Iron Man match happen. Oh, yeah. I remember when AJ, the AJ match was right before it, right? Yeah. And the AJ Rusev match. Yeah. And when that started, I was like, wow, this is amazing. That match, your match. I was just excited to know that your match yeah. was the main event. And, I was like, Can and you so, were, this? so were we. And I, I didn't think, I was like, in my head, I go, man, I go, Roman's not fighting for a title. Man, I bet we got a chance. When do you find that out? Uh, it's different all the time, dude. I've been sometimes mid I've been at major, usually not. No, okay. uh, maybe it's last minute. Sometimes I've been on major shows like a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania, and you thought you were first and you were seventh. But things change all the time. That's how it works. It's fine. But I, the the people that are you, the internet, like Mark Mark fans who dissect everything and be like, please give us this match. And we gave it to them. And they said, fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, and they're completely allowed to, and I love it, and that's fine. Uh, but it was just a special time. To, and by the way, I, I this is like the third time I've been telling some interview, like, they begged to not have Roman last. By the way, I I was uh, in a singles match against Roman all weekend. He's great. I love being in the ring with them, having the crowd be all over him or cheer him or not. So, like, I, I don't always clarify when I'm like, God, thank God we don't have Roman last. Like, Shoot on Roman. Roman's on. the guy. Tell us how you feel about Roman. No, Come get on. the hell out. I'm telling you right now. Like, <laughs> And I would love to be like, oh, this guy, I'm so sick, you like of, the vest? So sick of him. I'd Does it bother us? Drew that he gets to wear a vest? Honestly, I think I, think I mean I don't want you to Drew, speak for Drew, but I would never I mean, speak for Drew. Like but. his, I know it bothers his character. Yeah, that I got, like Drew gets you guys get out there and you got to be shirtless, which me, which <laughs> there's a lot that goes with that. It sounds superficial, yeah. but if you got to be shirtless on television, yeah, there like that's a big deal. Sure, of I got to go shirtless at my if I got to go shirtless at like. My nephew's pool party. Yeah, I'm worried about taking my shirt off. I can see that. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, you go in the pool with the shirt on. Yeah, no, never. What happened? You for a while you had biceps and you were looking. I look like shit. What happened? You don't look. You know, you look. You know, I've been in New York City all summer, so it's a lot of bagels. You know what I mean? It's a lot of bagels. If you put a Jew in New York City, they're gonna eat too many bagels. So it's the I'm carving up. You're allowed to carve up a little bit. Just just do a little cardio, man. I know. I'm I'm looking fat, right? No, you don't look fat. But I'm disappointed because for a while you were constantly texting me and my brother about advice and going for it and doing your protein shakes. No, I I do. I do. This guy's busting out of his medium shirt. That's great. I know. Yeah, yeah. No. Bits aside, I do, I do, I do hit the gym a little bit. But being in New York is throwing me off a little. I don't get this being in New York. This is like. It's not, not a good excuse. No excuse. You know, I was in California. I can't be working out. Like, what the hell is that even? Where was last night? I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you came in here. North you take Carolina? a quick. I mean, it's um, yeah. I mean, where I was I? What? Well, that's actually part of what I really like about wrestling. Like, I like that. I don't know where I was yesterday. I mean, where was I? Yes. I don't remember where Raw was. Crap. You actually I feel like, don't know. I feel like you would know. No, that wasn't a bit. I thought it was Boston, but that's where you're doing comedy. No, you were in not, Boston. That's not right. <laughs> you uh, actually don't know. You just get on the plane. Do you book your own tickets and stuff? No, no, they do that. So when I do side projects like uh, me going to Boston, I'm going to take a train to Boston. And, right. Uh, you're going to stand up in Boston. Yeah. 
this will come it's tomorrow night, right? Yeah, so Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night, night, August fifteenth. You're doing it. Laugh Sarah Boston, Tiana. Sarah Tiana. She's fantastic. She's she's got me a lot of bookings. Yeah, we went head to head on the roast battle and beat each other up. Looking forward to seeing her again. I know. I want to ask you. I want to ask you about that. I always act like it's so great for you to go. I want to ask this thing. I like can't. like you're fighting yourself. No, all right. Because I want. I want. I figured I was going to ask you about comedy stuff when we were done with the wrestling. But uh, God, fine. when are we how, done with wrestling? No. Okay, we can be done with wrestling. All right, great. We can be done. All right. I just promised the listeners I would ask some of their questions to you, so I want to. That's why I want to get some listeners. Like they're they're the lifeblood of the industry. They keep you going every day. Get to the listener questions. Okay, ready? We'll give you a couple because I can't guarantee they won't be. Actually, I got a comedy one. We'll ask you last, and that's we'll go into uh, the comedy um, <laughs> question. Uh, but answer this question quick. Does it bother you that Roman wears a vest because you got to be shirtless? Just this t- no. And by the way, I I wear T-shirts uh, a couple years ago all the time for fun because I'm like, oh, everyone's wear- everyone's shirtless. I'll wear a T-shirt. The the fact that that tactical vest is part of who the shield was. I bro, how does that that doesn't affect Do you, would me? Would you in like any way. to wear a tactical vest? Absolutely like, would, not. Would that make your life easier? No. Would you be able I, to have bagels with me? I'm a no. <laughs> Uh, but man, Einstein bagels I think has chocolate chip bagels that taste like chocolate chip cookies. I bet but, Einstein's bagels. Yeah, come on, man. I'm I don't not eating that. I'm not in New York. I don't really. Yeah, know. yeah, I'm not eating that. Come uh, on, man. That's uh, like McDonald's. You don't like McDonald's? Their fries are great. You eat McDonald's sometimes? Yeah. Jeez, a lot of times it's two a.m. A lot of times it's two a.m. I'm driving on the road. I'll get three McDoubles with a lettuce wrap, and I will eat them. Oh, and, nice! Uh, that's and, good uh, to know. That's good to know that you can do it. Just McDonald's now does a lot of them are 24 hours. I'm constantly driving at two, three in the morning, and you can't always, you know, just have a protein shake or go sit down somewhere. Like you want to get the hell out of there and get to the city. Do you always rent a Camaro? What, 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 that's that's pretty funny. Uh, no, what sucks is like most rental places don't have the convertible Camaro available. So like, what the hell's the point? Is Dolph Ziggler ever traveling in like a minivan? Because it's all they have. By the way, I I grew up driving my parents' minivan and I loved it. Yeah. I I real I used to go home and drive it and I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Room for activities. Yeah. So uh, in the arts and crafts and stuff. Yeah, you get in the back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you set up a ring. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good. All right. Okay. Here's a couple questions from the listeners. Okay. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, what do you think is the most important attribute to have if you want to have a long career in WWE? Uh, and have you ever crossed paths with someone who you knew wouldn't last long based on a particular trait? That's a great question, but uh, I'll really quick I'll answer that second part first. Like, there's been tons of times where someone debuted, and there was a lot put into it, and there was a lot of people on top going, "It was their project," and I go, "This doesn't make any sense. This can't work." cut to six months later they're the champ and they're going out like so you never really know because the business is same in comedy there's the, times where I'm like this guy's like bombing and then they're yeah. like big yeah you know, it's, like, and sometimes it's talent and sometimes it's who they're going with but I, there's a million times I've watched and I'm like whoa this guy's great this is awesome and then you go oh they're, he's not going He's not doing anything right now. Maybe in a year or two, but I, there's been a couple of huge debuts with people pushing it behind it a big friggin deal and I go I don't see it other than he's the person that's in that spot. And and sometimes they've gone on to long careers or not. What what is a huge factor is which I have uh, I've had some problems with in the past is you you got to play nice sometimes and sometimes you got to stand up for yourself and I've been known to stand up for myself behind the scenes too many times. And by the way, standing up for myself, I usually mean for on the side of psychology or what makes sense or what I can help with, but I don't always know the long-term picture. So I'm fighting my battle without always knowing what the end result will be. So uh, keep your head down and take the advice, but also remember a bunch of people giving you advice don't know what the hell they're talking about. And there's a reason they're not the world champion. So you take it with a grain of salt, 
uh, you take your licks, and once in a while, when you gotta stand up for something that you think this is something huge that I need to stand up for, you gotta do it. And uh, there's a couple times, a couple years ago, where I was like, "Damn it, I needed to tell this person to go to hell. I'm doing what I want," and I didn't. And then there's a couple times where I shouldn't have, and I said, "No, this is my call. I'm doing it." Anything that you can say specific, like anything, a uh, time, or is it too much? Uh, there was a time where we were. We, there was a meeting without going into any details, and we're like, no one's stepping up, which we've had before. People need to step up and do their thing. Step on some toes. Tell some people to go to hell. Go out there and go follow that, which I was already doing when I came back. Right, to right, right. I've, come, the, back, the classic I've come back through Gorilla and went, follow that, and then follow with a swear word for real, and then walking through. Because I was so amped up and wondering why I wasn't doing something. But sometimes that rubs people the wrong way, which I understand. Yeah. But we had a meeting. Step on some toes, go above and beyond, tell everyone to go to hell, make yourself the best. And I, within a few days of that meeting, made a judgment call to go over on time to do something that I thought made sense that ended up really working and clicking out in the ring and came to the back, got in trouble and said, you told me to go out there and step on some toes. And if you felt with it, go with it. And they're like, well, yeah, but, you know, not that time. And you go, okay, I don't know. Then I can't just guess yeah, when that, you want that, me to honestly, step on just toes. Just from my not. perspective, that's so that so happens confusing. sometimes. And it is. But that's, I mean, that's, that's life. That happens. And yeah. what, what, please tell me some great thing about Stone Cold. What do you got? Uh, please oh. please say what you're going to say because I got something ready. Oh. Well, not not an example, but I tell me what do you got. Stone Cold, he was, I saw him doing, maybe it was the one time when he had Ambrose on. Okay. And he did like one of those podcasts, post-Raw podcasts. Yeah. And he, you hear the stomps of improv students. Oh my god, that's so great! Are they doing like, I'm a banana and yeah, peel yeah, the banana? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, they're doing like follow the follower, where like somebody does one uh, thing, and, and when you're in class, that just means whoever's the craziest person in the class just dictates what you're all doing. Oh my god! Anyway, Stone Cold thing where he's like, he's like, you know, these guys are not grabbing the brass ring. Sure. And then I'm th- sitting there being like, they're getting literally. Scripted promos, not bullet pointed at sure. all. That's documented. Everyone knows that. You're literally getting a script. Yeah. You get in trouble for going over on time. It's now a PG show. Yeah. And it's like, how do you, where's the room to do anything? There really I, I don't, is. I, I don't understand. There's, there's it. been a handful of times where I went with my gut in a promo situation. Yeah. And had people that I respect and mentors go, damn, that was awesome. And then got pulled aside and said, that is not exactly what was supposed to be said. Don't plan on talking for a while. Okay. Right. So, but you have to take oh, those. Then you, you, they cut, they're just cut. They, they see you a just, punk here. They you turn just, the mic off. Uh, quit? I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah. Relax. <laughs> you want to shoot on punk here? No, no, I'm not shooting on anybody. You want to talk about his UFC losses? You wanna... No. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, so, I just yeah. go you. No. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, no. I'm like, uh, yeah, man. This- but you have to choose your battles, and yeah. sometimes you will choose, and you go, damn it, I made the right call. F- hell yeah, this is great. And go, nope, that's not what I wanted, and you're done. But it is easy for people who aren't in the locker room to go, well, damn, kid, just go out there and get yourself over. And you go, that's not exactly how it works. There is some semblance to that to where you go, okay, I'm going to do it. And if you if the lightning strikes in the bottle that day and you think it's great and the crowd thinks it's great and all the bosses think it's great, you still might not get anything out of it. Yeah. But that's the life of being in showbiz. It is not attitude era. Go out and do whatever the hell you want 
and sometimes it, it rocks, and you got it, and you're the guy. Well, that's why I— uh, That is not second, the case. The third time I bring up that Survivor Series match for you. Okay. Because I was like, cool. That, I think it's just a great example. If you did that on your own, you got over it in there where you were, like, dead and just popping up, zigzagging, now, To be pins. fair, I it's didn't bo- put myself in that match— Right, but you know what I mean. So I there, there is a company behind you putting you in that position. So but don't don't you get the write heat, that part off. Right, but I'm saying you got the heat you got yeah. in that match. Yes, and then the next, I, no one even remembers what happened after that. Sure. Like they didn't ride that lightning. So it's no. like you grab the brass ring. You have a moment where you where you have a big time moment. Cesaro's had a couple moments like that yeah. where you like you're like wow, boom, there's his time. And then if the writing doesn't go consistent with it, that and then you can watch Roman. Who doesn't matter how much he fails, he just and he just gets continues to get to main event any anything like. But it's th- that's I mean, also. I'm not asking you to comment on the Roman thing. I'm no. saying from a fan's perspective. It's but like, when you know he's he's the chosen guy, that's it. And like I said, if there was something that he was half-assing or doing wrong, or I was embarrassed that he was the guy, I'd be like, I'd be backstage going, "Hey, listen, man, you step this shit up, or you're I'm not out here busting my ass, so you just." Walk in and just keep doing whatever right. you want, but that is not the case. No, so you he have works to re- off because so you he has ha- to. So you have to remember <laughs> that, though. So we are go- like that is our s- generation seen us. So you have to understand that, respect that. And if I didn't respect him, I would bring it up to him and go, "Get the hell out of my locker room" or some shit like that. But that is not the case. We're all working to a goal to do that. So that is a situation. So and by the way, I didn't just beat five guys by myself. It was a wrestling show where I was at, you know, where I was in that position. Now, long term, clearly they could have capitalized on it, but in show business, sometimes they don't. And the plan was, wow, that was awesome. We could really go somewhere with this, and they decided not to. Right. And it does, it hurts because you're like, whoa, I did all this work when no one cared. Now you had all this work in with them caring. Holy shit, this is going to be something special. And it wasn't, and it's a, it bums you the hell out, and you go, what did I do wrong? Shit, I didn't do anything wrong that night. I'm not the guy. Someone else is the guy. And once in a while, you get that chance to do it, and if you every two years get a chance to have that Survivor Series thing, and you deliver, one day you get to step in the spotlight, or one day you don't, but you go out knowing you did everything you could. Right, and that's kind of the beauty of what you and Drew have going. And I'm saying like- it really politely, but it's like... It you know it pisses you off that you're not in that spot, right? It, big time. But I've had years and years to deal with it. But it's like you want to be there, and sometimes no matter what you do, you will not be there. But that's in comedy, that's in movies, that's in life, that's in business, anything. Do you think about like like Sunday? You don't know who's gonna win yet, right? Right. Uh, you don't know. Do you think about that means like okay, forget the actual champ, the title of champion, okay. but it doesn't mean within the company, which is like all right, well they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna ride you out like longer, you know, as like a top guy getting bigger segments. Does that is that something that sits with you like all week where you're like this Sunday is like a moment where it's like are they just gonna throw it back on Seth? And oh, that- honestly, I, I I wasn't even thinking about that at all. I was thinking like I. Uh, well, I was pivoting a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know no, I mean? no, but, I get it. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm not going into that thing. I because how much our show, excuse me, on a daily basis changes during the day. It could be a fly by the seat of the pants day. It could be we've been going with this for six months. We're going to keep capitalizing. You never know. So I'm focusing on Sunday having this match tear down the house. But yeah. that's fine. But also making it mean something that Seth can't take out two guys by himself but now he's got this guy but 
him and Dean's two thirds of the shield. It's not the shield. So what's the story there? What are we doing? Drew can beat the hell out of everybody, yeah. and I'm enough of a slime ball that we can have the lunatic come out and go crazy, and we throw him into a wall, and I hold the tights and roll up set, then we get the hell out of there. Yeah. So anything can happen, and I have to be ready for all the different scenarios. I have to run through all the different ways that I can find some dirtbag way of not just winning a title and hanging on to it, but going, damn it. They were so close. Maybe Monday he'll get a rematch. That's to push that story for. And I don't even like. I don't know what the story is. I don't know anything going into Sunday. Right. And I won't know anything. Going you won't know till Sunday. Nope. But I will have every because my job as a ring general is to know everything ahead of time, have all the options ready, give everything I can to go. Okay, now we can start plugging in and making this a story. What time are you gonna get in Sunday? Do you know? I think I have uh, a 9 a.m. appearance or something. Jesus. So uh, <laughs> I'll probably do that appearance and then go right to work, and it'll be a long day. Wow, maniac. All right. I'm already tired for the week, and it's the first day. I know, dude. But in, I'm saying, back to my original point, like, <laughs> what I say, there is an element of, that sounds, whatever, it's corny and makes me like a little kid, but there's, yeah. professional wrestling it does inspire me. I look at wrestlers and how hard they work. I'm like, I can work harder yeah. for my things. Well, that's, you know I, but I, and you can see it with that, like, I'm, dude, I go to LA Fitness. I love you, I'll, give me shit for, you give me yeah. shit, you're like, yo, why, you said you were, like, you hold me accountable, yeah. and you hold yourself accountable, Absolutely, so when you yeah. say it to me, it, it, it will spark me to be like, yo, I gotta be like, you know, I gotta, like, it can't just be when I'm in LA, I have my workout routine, right. and then I, you know what I mean? I you get pop it, man. Yeah. Any gym, you say you pop in. Yeah, you say LA. Dude, I, so I'm you saying eat healthy at McDonald's, bro. You can in a pinch. <laughs> yeah, long term. I wouldn't do that every yeah. day, but you can do it. But I, I'm saying you do it. Yeah, I kind of. But uh, you go to. I'm just saying LA Fitness at home, and I go, and I'm like, I came in here. I flew in, landed at 9:30. By 10:15, I was at the gym. I was like, if I wasn't going to New York, I would have went home. I would have landed in Phoenix at 9:30 or something. 10:30, the latest, I would have been in the gym just going to get it done for that day but I also I'm there and there could be some soccer mom busting her ass on the elliptical next to me next to me and I go damn it man I am not working hard enough turn it up a notch go or you see someone with like one leg busting their ass on a treadmill and you go I thought I was getting this extra workout in when everyone else is sleeping screw this I need to take it up a notch so if you don't see those every single day in your life whether it's working out or getting better at comedy or sharpening some skills then uh, you get complacent without knowing it and no, it's, it's nuts. Absolutely, and, I, and I, I work. I can. I don't say saying. I don't like ever being like I work really hard because that's like it's so weird. You know, to say. It's weird to say you yeah. work harder. But I mean, I'm out till three in the morning doing comedy. Yeah. a lot, not, uh, many nights, and then I'm up early working, preparing. You're, you're right. coming in. I'm preparing for that. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Uh, yeah, you gotta come in here, man. You're a fucking star. Okay, yeah. I see champion. Didn't bring me the fucking title, but that's all right. Saturday night, brother. Yeah, but I'm saying that I. That, I feel like I can always do more. I never feel and if that's, you, the the day you and my don't, wife we're the same way. Our yeah. relationship's kind of like she's working her ass off. Like how right great now, is it? You feed off each other, or but one I want to be like the Rock. I want to live that. Sure, I want to do that. We all want the to live that life. I know. I so want, you got to like, how can I like? I just used to see when I, when I thought I was getting fired five years ago. I go. I am gonna give everything I Dude, can. When I first met I'm you, be as you were like jacked I'm out, as I I'm can. Out. <laughs> you never because you never know. I'm sorry. Was that a reveal? Or yeah, I mean, like big reveal. Wait, what? No, I'm saying was that bad for me to say? I don't know if you told oh. me that on the podcast that like five <laughs> years ago. Oh yeah, no, five years ago. Where I'm like, man, I I don't think they have anything for me. I, right. I, they've used me up. I think I'm done. And you never know. I'm like, hey, listen, do I want to sit the next twenty years 
working somewhere going, man, if only I had been a little bit more jacked or gave them this idea of this character that I am. So I made it a point. Every couple of years, my first eight years here, I was like, shit, I think I'm getting fired. I got. I don't want to be some guy who's lying awake at night, fifty years old, going, "If I only would have pitched this and done, worked a little bit harder." Yeah. So you can't half-ass it, and then that's why everyone on that roster, both rosters, just have that attitude of like, they want to go out to each other, but also you want to get into a bigger spot. So you're constantly pushing yourself. You see someone else go, "Man, that guy's jacked as hell," and oh, he's going for a title, and I'm sitting here in a dark match. Damn right. it! You're right. I should have done that extra rep or something. And it just you constantly feed off everyone else's energy right and there's a kind of a beauty in like re- uh, compared to like regular sports right uh, which, <laughs> regular boo, boo, sports boo. i hate them yeah I regular them. sports boo, regular sports it's so funny there's so many people like you that love you love professional wrestling and go like, but i also that. love theater and i love comedy no no, like, no i I, yeah. I do too yeah but there's so many people who love professional wrestling like profess their love for it and then go Oh, the Super Bowl today. Have a good sports game, guys. There's like they like hate others, most yeah, other yeah. sports. That's how I feel. And that's so funny. That's yeah. funny to I me. I mean, hate is strong. I get that you, you like you it. You live your life without it, but uh, it's, to me, it's to me, it's so narrow. I mean, that's where my that stand up clip that I uh, that I put out there. Which, by the way, I yeah. rarely acknowledge anything that you do well. <laughs> Thank you. Except when you were getting in shape for a little while, and then when you're not, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Uh, it was a great. I will not give a spoiler to your set, which I'm. I'm sorry, but when you said, "Do you want to know who won the title yeah. match at WrestleMania 31?" Yeah. and the punchline is fucking fantastic, yeah. and it makes so much sense, and it shows your love of wrestling. Because I have a thing like WrestleMania. 30, I, don't, I don't even know what city I was in yesterday. I'm like WrestleMania 31. What is that? But I will not give away his punchline. But it is fantastic because it ta- it shows how much theater and coolness and different. Uh, Acting roles and everything you can think of goes into a professional wrestling show and match compared to playing a sport or something. Yeah, like that. and basically all my sets, which for I really show, appreciate. Saturday night at midnight, uh, the UCB SummerSlam Tacular, or the Comedians Wrestling SummerSlam Um That my set is basically me just being like, "Here's why I like this thing," and basically being like, "What? It's such a misunderstood thing. I I believe it to be a very high form of art. I really believe that." and I, uh, there's a hand, well, not a handful. There's a bunch of us who treat it that way. Yeah. Like, how can I, s- I have two sentences in a backstage. How can I acknowledge that my character has changed this much? And when I go out there, what do I change in my outfit? What do I do differently? I know, oh, I, I have Drew now. So anytime I get something, it should be because he helped me. So people hate my guts. And you're constantly tweaking everything. And it's so fun. It is, an, it's improv, art, and theater all mixed in with, com- like, Actual com- combatants beating each other up and and, and this, yeah and, and, it's like, pe- and people kind of see that after a while and it's like it's it's pretty cool man and when something goes wrong it's really awesome I was at a tag match Drew and myself versus uh, Roman and Seth and thirty seconds into our main event of a live event which is probably usually twenty to thirty minutes thirty seconds in Drew hit the rope and it's exploded. The top rope in a ring exploded all the way around. He flipped out of the ring. Oh, I saw that. Luckily, he was fine, but I watched him hit it. I saw something exploded in the corner. He, like, cartwheeled out of the ring and fell on the floor, and I go, oh, my God. Like, Drew's been back for three weeks, and he's dead. I go, oh, my God. <laughs> Went over, because he's made out of steel and some kind of Superman. He was fine. Yeah. But, like, we had just started this match, and I go, well, it's going to be a little bit different than it was going to be because it's just the two lower ropes that are two feet off the ground, and you're in this ring, and you go, that's where you got to go, oh, how can I do this? How can I do this thing where I get 
I'm going to get slingshot into this corner and eat this turnbuckle. Can I fly out of the ring? Can I do it? And you have to modify it. Like, no more shooting people off. And you, there's that improv aspect plus being an athlete to everything. And it was just so cool. Like, That's it's, awesome. I'm, no one was hurt, so it was cool. But different things happen. People tweak their knees. People go, oh, my God, I can't feel my foot or something. And you go, don't worry. I'm a pro. I'm going to make this work. So on the fly, you're doing an improv show mixed with some theater it's awesome yeah it's the like what live theater are on is on television like that i i don't know anything that's like no, that. there's nothing yeah and that's what my thing is that sports they're so narrow to me like what i get it there are cool moments in sports but they're did you do sports as a kid i played baseball i rode the bench i uh where were you? you're new york right yeah new york kids so you yeah you had to play like baseball yeah or my, i played baseball like my dad made me play baseball and then it was like my extracurricular and like i sucked i literally like rode the bench and it's all i did was make people... everybody laugh like everyone really liked me well that's you great I mean? it was like well so... you weren't taking their spot so yeah no absolutely <laughs> i literally did the book in baseball yes. and it was just to make the game go faster it was oh like my God. there was some kind of psychology in my head that like if i keeping track of it yeah. it goes like that's it's something funny to do instead of just watching it yeah Anyway, I don't know. That's funny. Like, hey, question. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no. It's, I, I, I played everything, and I love sports, and I still – I'm not a psychopath. I don't do the fantasy stuff, but I like watching sports, man. I, I love playoff hockey. I don't even – half the time I don't know the guys, but it's so awesome. I don't know. No, I don't Everybody like has different things. You, like, you weren't an athlete guy. I like LeBron guy. at school. I thought that I was I thought cool. that was awesome. That, I like that. That's my favorite part about sports is that, like, a guy That's like LeBron cool. matters a lot. Yeah. That he can open a school like that. It's pretty nuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. that I, I like wish that. there were a handful more, but I like that it's it's our Cleveland or Akron guy, LeBron. I, that was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, you're probably a big LeBron guy. All right. Hell yeah. So, wait, here's my like, question about my, uh, a selfish question. Okay. You, can you ever show Seth 10. my stand-up set? You ever show him that? Has Seth seen it? Uh, because not, it's about him. Yeah, I know. I know. It's without any spoilers, but uh, I, I have not oh. shown him the set. Okay. What a jerk. But oh, I want on, people man. to, you know, come out and, you know, pay to yeah, see it. Yeah, they'll see it. Oh, Seth. Yeah, tell Seth to come Saturday night. Well, I mean, we're mortal enemies, so I don't know that I'll, oh, I'll yeah, see yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, oh, oh. Not Seth. Tell, uh... <laughs> What's his name? Lopez? Cody? Kobe? Kobe? I don't know. I don't know. They're, your guys, listen, man. I am only interested in your guys' kayfabe names, okay? Because it's, it's, they're beautiful. I want to be called. I need a kayfabe name. All right. A lot of I times talk to you I don't know people's names. Yeah, come on, man. And I do. You're, yeah. You got to go. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, sure, we, but we, but we, let's get to comedy. That's like the different part of this. First off, I'll ask one listener question that will parlay us into that, which is what's your favorite SNL or Key and Peel sketch? Whoa. Man, there's so many SNL ones. I'm gonna go with the first thing that pops in my head is Massive Head and Harry is the first thing that pops in my head. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's too many SNL sketches because okay. I'm such a nerd that I used to watch them all the time. I used to do Nick at Night would show the first two seasons, uh, like um, like ten years later or something when I was a kid for an hour of it, and it just I started watching then. I've watched all of them. I think I've seen every episode of Saturday Night Live. Some of them twenty times. I once was supposed to do Hans and Franz with a buddy of mine at a talent show in fourth nice. grade, and I chickened out. Um, I've met John Lovitz before, and it was like the greatest thing in the world because he was going to host Raw, so I had like an in to talk to him, and he was a sweetheart, that's and he so perf- and he performed like a friggin' uh, that's my favorite sketch. He performed a friggin' uh, Master Thespian that yeah. was never aired to me and my friend while we were having a drink at a comedy club when everyone else had left. Mind blowing, and That's he was like amazing. a super nice guy. And I've invited him to wrestling shows, and he's invited me to comedy shows. It's so awesome. That's amazing. But uh, there's 20 million SNL sketches. Key and Peel, I've seen the show a handful of times, and I like those guys. And I can't think. 
can't think of what sketch. A. Ron. No, A. Ron. Yeah, it's, but I see that's I. It's more of a, a meme now. All right. I think, well, you already gave is. it. You already said SNL. That's yeah, great. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. an SNL guy. So like, you're a big comedy guy. I mean, look, you're a big time wrestling superstar. I mean, Whoa, look okay. at that. To me, you're just Nick, man. Okay? Yeah. You're just, you're just a guy who texts me bits. Yes. Okay, when I'm trying to be serious. Because I cannot be serious at any point <laughs> yeah. in my life at any point. But, like, you, you're doing stand-up comedy on the road. You're do- doing shows with Sarah Tiana. You're going to yeah. be doing – I mean, your Caroline show will be not a traditional stand-up yeah. show. But, hey, it's fucking Caroline's. Yeah. You know what I mean? My, and, I'll be doing stand-up. Whatever the hell else happens, who knows? I'm still booking the card. We'll see what happens. Well, Maybe. yeah. But I think it's amazing whenever I talk to you about stand-up how the just the shift in you where it's like you're like the – Dolph Ziggler, Intercontinental Champion, then you're like, I'm an amateur at this thing. Oh, yeah, such that, a respect that, that for blows it. your mind. Yeah, it's, it's funny because well, there is— that doesn't blow my mind. It's just, no, yeah, when, yeah. but it's—when when I when I go, man, I'm scared shitless. I got to go on tomorrow, and I'm so scared. And you're like, what? Are you crazy? Like, But it's that— Because I'm just like, to, in my head, I'm like, they're just going to go nuts to see you. Right, you're there, which, which, which is the case— Which you don't like. Which is fine sometimes. Like this Caroline show, SummerSlam week, I mean, yeah. wrestling fans would be happy to see us. That's great. When I open for Sarah Tiana and I go, hi, guys, uh, is anyone here no professional wrestling? <coughs> and like two hands go up out of the 300 and you go, oh, shit, okay. So like really? that's where you really learn stuff. Also, if everyone's there and laughing before you, like when Seinfeld comes out on stage and everyone's already laughing and applauding, like – he gets a little pass because he's earned it. So but you get to this point where I can't learn from those wrestling fan shows. I'm happy to be there and get the reps in and get smoother and maybe you get some riff out of it and some tag on something on the end. But I am a, such a nerd that I have people that are like, I'd love to do stand-up. Let's just go do it. Because you don't care because you don't have that crazy respect because I want to be good at it. They just go, I'll go do this. Who cares? And sometimes that... Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone who knows me knows that that's not the rap with me because I'm a psycho because I want to be good and I don't want to disappoint fans. I don't want wrestling fans who go, this guy's awesome, to come to the show and go, what the hell is this guy doing? Right. So that's that nerve. Plus, I need 5,000 reps to figure out what the hell I'm doing and I'm on like 15. Right. So that scares the shit out of me. And But it gives me that feeling that I used to have with wrestling where I was like, my first match, I'm waiting on the apron going, oh my God, when I get in there, just take an arm drag. Okay, just just, just get that. And yeah. I, I've done that where I'm walking up stage like, just tell him, just tell him this thing. Just tell him this thing. And you're like, nervous as shit, but it's it's so exciting. And when someone laughs at your joke or some a pro comic tells you something was funny, you go, holy shit, like that was awesome. And it's like, once you get through it, you go, that was scary as shit. I can't wait to do it again tomorrow. Holy shit. Like, it's, it's cool to have that feeling. Yeah, no, I mean, we're similar in that regard. You know, like I spent a lot of my time doing improv, learning improv, and it, it, it was a point to me where it was similar where you were at with wrestling where when you were like, oh, I just want to do an arm drag like that. It was like, yeah. I just want to like do a great Harold. You yeah. know? <laughs> I was like right. very, I was like, I got to get a Harold night. I got to do yeah. that. Like I got, right? Like that's the whole culture of improv and yeah. all that stuff was really, I never been like, that was like, the, I, I'd say that when I was studying improv, it was the first time I ever felt like a student. In my yeah. life, there you go. I went through school. I already had an accounting degree from college. Woo! You know what I mean? And it was like, I, and then when I, yeah, little flair. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rick Flair was my accounting teacher, and uh, <laughs> I say that's awesome. Accounting degree from co- like you go from college. From college, yeah. Oh, the, the, University the, of Delaware. The degree was from college. The degree okay. was from college. Is that in Wilmington? It was. Yeah. Is it really? Well, no. It's in Newark. 
The Wilmington is close. Okay, good. Newark, Delaware. Newark. Not, not, Newark. not Newark. 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 Delaware. I love it. But uh, yeah, but then when I, and so I hit some point where I was like, you know what? I love doing improv. I still do improv. I did it last night. Uh, but I, artistic, like there's a point where I'm going to still work hard at it when I do it. I have my moments when I do it, but I've hit some kind of ceiling uh, where I'm like, oh, I, Inspiration-wise, when I do stand-up, now I'm more of the student again. Even yeah. though I did stand-up for a while and like I'm able to plug a lot of those skills over, it translates a lot easier than maybe some wrestling. Maybe wrestling not. to stand-up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I still – there is still like – I understand seeking inspiration in another place. Or yeah, something. of course. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I felt like I'm like – not that I don't bust my ass and not that I'm not learning something every day and not that I'm not focusing on like how Van Damme killed somebody in a movie and how he took that like that's how I want to take a super kick and make mine stand out and be different. I'm constant I'm like I see someone on TV and go that's a character that could be trans like some CW show can be you know into somebody's character that could help somebody out or some idea or something but it is like uh, you try and bring it over and it it's uh but also you don't know man I don't know what the hell I'm doing and I won't for 5,000 reps, and yeah. it's so funny, but it scares the shit out of me. Every time you go up, you're scared. I'm scared. So you can play literally. I'm nervous for tomorrow. My 20, hands are sweating. Last night, you cut a promo, great promo, in front of over 20,000 Little too people. yelly. I needed to go a little more up and down and talk a little quieter, but uh, the ideas and the story I thought were great. Oh, you didn't like your control? Yeah. I was, you thought uh, you were a little out of control? I get so excited about saying something I believe to be so true that a lot of times I get I love the business so much and love what I'm saying so much that I yell and I've been told about it before and I don't always agree but last night I was so going this is real you motherfuckers this is real that I kept yelling and you have to take it down and be casual and throw something away and get them leaning forward and then when they do then you tell them you did this and then you get back and then you take it down again and i had a little trouble with that last night and i'm a little disappointed because it could have been a really special thing yeah well uh, yeah you have yeah you whatever i I thought it was great you have to find your rhythm i know how that feels uh uh but i will be scared to death i have a show wednesday night with sarah in boston i will be scared to death going over my notes like a psychopath my hands are sweating right now talking about the show because i'm so freaked out but i could like uh, we did a show in rochester we did a test run to see if she could open for me and i could have enough wrestling fans come in and we almost sold the place out i ended up doing 25 minutes and it wasn't bad it's not oh you sent me the time code yeah that I, was did. Awesome. I, go, I go holy shit it was like 26 13 like, you gonna send me the set you're I, like no not a I'll fucking chance you, yeah. you're like i'll send you just a screenshot of yeah. how long yeah. it went no uh, way from it, the recording but it's it's just i go okay cool and i le- and i learned an extra tag on something from there just that happened to me on the fly and i wrote it down and it was just so it can be done but i'm not you know I'm not dumb enough to go, oh, 25 minutes, cool. When do I get my Comedy Central stand-up special? I know that I could one day make that 25 into some badass eight, but it's going to take me three more years or five more years to get one set of yeah. badass stuff. But I'm a student. I love it. I want to get better, so screw it. Okay, last thing, and then you're, you're gone. Good, because i got to pee real you're bad. Gonna, you I have this pee. giant water. I know, i got to pee also. Uh, you cool. heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah. But no, because you said Comedy Central, Roast Battle. Oh they yeah! What off? the hell? Let's talk about yeah, that. Damn it! Battle. That was what a dream come freaking true. Okay, I just want to say crazy. Why didn't you use any of my jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
That's my first day on and out. Just so you know, uh, a couple of my friends were very disappointed that I didn't ask him for anything. But the day of, I was doing my usual freaking the hell out. Yeah. And go, hey, man, or maybe you texted me something. And I was like, hey, I'm going to do this Rose Battle. Yeah. Uh, can you help? Oh, I had. No, you texted me some I, I had a I had an idea which tied into Sarah and myself comparing it to the presidential election. And I thought it was great. And I couldn't fi- make it stabbing and biting and F you enough. And so I asked you and my brother. And I have, like, comic friends. And so, and they were like, you didn't ask me for anything? And yeah. I was like, well, I, I thought it'd be cheating. I didn't know the rules. But I had one idea that I thought could really make sense and it had a lot of different attributes to both of us and it ended up being uh, she told me like a week before I would have wrote a whole thing well, up for you I didn't know that was I, free I, baby I didn't want to be cheating but also I was like oh you can have a little help it's and you can cheating you can yeah I well I, I know that now yeah. you like work some pieces in now yeah. and do some stuff but I was like also none of it was this is roast battle at midnight Biting, supposed to like have you fall down laughing or crying because you got burned so hard. Yeah. So none of it of that w- was of that nature. But I could move it into a stand-up set for sure. Oh, the stuff I gave you, you mean? Or are you just being well, stuff in general? In general, but no. Oh, I, okay. I, I, I think it's about but when I genuinely said like, "Holy oh, shit, these are did. some good tags that oh, you yeah, gave yeah. me," those will go it once. Oh, oh yeah. Once I figure out how to work. It's comparing actually hard to know Sarah what the line myself. is. After like, I hadn't watched uh, a bunch of battles in a while. Right. I'm not. Fully engulfed in all that, right? Uh, uh, I was like, but "Oh, they I, go fucking sorry, far." Sorry, I'm a comedy nerd, so I kind of like do everything I can to, to see what's going on in the world. Yeah, I know some yeah, of us yeah, just kind of yeah. phone it in. I get it. No, it's yeah, fine. it's yeah, I'm phoning. Oh god, you caught me phoning it in again. <laughs> uh, no. Wait, but then I, okay, so remember, you don't know how they go far on the roast battles. The roast, they go friggin' daggers in the heart with some. And I go, I work at a publicly traded company. I'm still me. Yeah. I can't go out there and go. And I have to, like, I had a, uh, there was a really funny joke about Sarah being a woman and not being funny, which I loved because yeah. it's playing on a stereotype. Yeah, playing on a stereotype. And, but I was just waiting for, like, the outcry afterwards. Can you believe this joke about women not being funny? I was like, yeah. no, man. We made the joke because I think Sarah's fucking hilarious. That's why it's a joke. And it's like, it plays on stereotypes. So I had to be really careful with what I could say and what I couldn't say yeah. because you don't know who's going to take it out of context in six years and go, can you believe he said this? And you're like, dude, it's a rose battle. Like, if people, anything, she could have helped me with that joke. You know? insane. Okay. But it was really fun. We're done. That scared me also. We got to be. Oh, what? What scared you to do it? Yeah. I mean, you were texting me like freaking. I was like, I was like firing. I was like, forget what I was doing. But I, it not wasn't that out. easy for me to. It, I wasn't working out. Yeah, it's no, New York. Sure, so, no. you know, there's was, nowhere. I was, I, was at, I think I was at the bagel shop just yeah, chowing down on some chips. Really? All the bagels? Is that. Is no. That, I actually. I actually. I like a good bagel, new, but. I actually haven't been like eating that poorly. I've been eating not enough food. Like, I've been. Oh, all right. I've been. Uh, I don't eat too much. I know, but I. I in LA, I have it like regimented. Like I have a okay. shake. I have my 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 blender was there. We were in like housing all summer. We didn't have. A, and I was like, what? I'm gonna buy a blender. No, you get the, that that magic bullet or whatever, man. I use that for everything. Holy shit! Will you travel with it? No, but uh, it's got blades on. But it. the 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 little blade one. Uh, a bunch of people for a while were traveling with in their checked bag. Got to be yeah. smart. You want that? And some guys like Ginger, they got like meal prep. Dude, meal like, prep, literally in a suitcase, right? A giant Yeti cooler with. Uh, prep meals a, a guy like Ginger I would say half of our roster if not more and they're psychos about working out they're psychos about their diet and I think yeah. that's awesome that's awesome not my thing but I think it's awesome you're you're psycho about working out but yeah yeah but I just I, I need to do it because uh, I if I didn't work in WWE I'd still be a psycho about working out 
Okay, we gotta stop because we gotta pee. I gotta pee. I gotta, gotta pee. Real bad. I went yeah. way over. I'm sorry. We were yeah. into it. We were into it. Did you have fun? Yeah, we went over. So and I gotta pee. So. Dude, we, did you have fun? I thought. Answer the question. I no, thought no. we had a great time. Okay, awesome. The, all right, guys, we're getting out of here. Thank, oh, you want to check the questions? Oh my god. You want to? Some of them are bad. Hey, the, how yeah, what, favorite I, favorite SNL sketch? And don't do something from like right now. It could be 80s, 90s. My but, favorite SNL yeah, sketch? Yeah, just so it sparks something in my head and then we could be done. I'm holding the P2, but there's okay. so many. And I used to watch my them so much. SNL, it's hard to say what my favorite SNL is. Of course, who the hell is. could say what it there's is? There's like a million. Yeah. One I really love is uh, the Mr. Tarkanian one. Uh, it's Will Ferrell as the boss. It's called Me and Boss, I believe. You know the title of this sketch? I, well, because I look it up sometimes because okay. it's not that well-known. It's on Will Ferrell's. If you want on Will Ferrell's best, best sketches, of it's on his second disc. Whoa. Not even it didn't make the first one. Well, part. I know what this sketch is. Yeah, so it's Will Ferrell. He's the boss. Sarah, you know this one? No, I don't. Oh, oh. so uh, uh, it's Will Ferrell. He's it's Pierce Brosnan is the uh, guest oh, host. So this is a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Tina Fey's in the sketch, just as like a walk oh, on. <laughs> that's like, great. Yeah, yeah. She's it's like even, Conan like, in the Five Timers Club giving the jacket to Steve Martin or yes, something. Yes, like yes. That. When he was a writer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a uh, and it's Will Ferrell just being like a, a mean boss. I would say is the game of that sketch. <laughs> and the whole thing is he's interviewing Pierce Brosnan, right? Yeah. To work there, and he's just like, listen, we we loved your stuff. Like, we want you to work here at this magazine. But then any employee that approaches them, he completely berates them while he's offering this job and explaining the benefits. That's pretty great. So, like, like, uh, Rachel Dratch comes over and is like, hey, um, can I, like, oh, no, uh, T-Fay comes over. You see her. She gets a phone call just being like, what? My husband's in the hospital, oh, and then God. she walks over like, "I gotta go," and he like slaps her in the face. Like, <laughs> he just goes like, "He's just like, you shut your your yeah. disgusting mouth." Yeah. You oh, know, God. on my time, you're gonna go see your husband. Like, oh, uh, God. just the way he plays. His I good. don't even think Some I know that, this guy. Uh, humor, I don't think would play anymore. Well, sure, it's a different time. It's a different time, but then it, it heightens to a place where he. Kills one of his employees with a trident, <laughs> and he's just he's just stabbing him on the ground while he's dead, and the blood shooting all over Pierce Bronson, and he's explaining all of the benefits. The of be- that's the pretty company. great. I appreciate that. It's and very it just funny. it just reminded me of the the morning sketch that it was uh, Sherry O'Terry yeah, and Will Ferrell will do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're constantly like the teleprompter screwed. goes out. The teleprompter goes. That, that's what the trident reminded me of. Yeah. They cut to like ninety seconds later of no teleprompter, and there's like his face is painted with blood, and they're holding somebody's head, yeah. and it's like there's fire around yeah, that's pretty great Appreciate um, that. I really love it like Sandler was my hero really yeah the other actually was in LA you might think it's cool Jamie was on the show at Largo Ooh. and uh, Largo's she, always got a celeb on there yeah, somewhere Largo was dope and Jamie was like Dan she texted me I'm recording the podcast and I had the phone on she goes get over here now Sandler's about to go on oh, so man. I end the podcast and I drive <laughs> over there and I got to see Sandler do 40 minutes holy shit I I've Stand up, or is it songs and stories, or what? Stand up. He sung no a couple shit. songs. I've he sung ne- a couple songs. I've never seen it's him do cool, any stand up. It's, it's, it's got to be awesome. The coolest thing about L- L.A. I know it happens in New York also. Yeah, but L.A. I feel like there's just so like you see such high caliber people working things out. Right. And yeah. Oh they're, yeah. They're just true. on regular. They're on shows with, like my friends. Yeah, that's pretty nuts, man. Yeah, I did a set the other. I did a set at UCB like a couple months ago when I was in LA, and then Sarah Silverman went after me, and then just like got on stage and complimented my joke to the crowd. How? And you're just that's like, like that's like Ric Flair going, hey, like this guy. Yeah. This guy is the next guy, and you're like, whoa, holy shit! Yeah. Ric Flair just said that, and you're like, that's crazy. Yeah. One time I was just telling a joke on stage. I didn't think it was like a smaller show, but I guess John Mulaney was like walking in. 
No shit. And just caught it, and then in the back, he's just talking me up, giving me tags for the joke, like being yeah. like, like, and you're like, that's that that I thought, you know, I, I'm such a mark for that stuff too. Like that's crazy. As, that's uh, like Melania is like the equivalent of me telling you your super kick's great. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do I? How's my super kick? No, I can't. I can do only the one that uh, just, Del Rio did. Just take one. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, um, huge fan of Melania's, by the way. That guy yeah. doesn't put out anything that's not hilarious. Oh yeah, he's great. He's great. And that that's a you know anyway. Uh, all right. We, Comedy's we great. Forever. Comedy's great. Did you think of your SNL sketch? Oh, I wasn't thinking of something. Oh, okay. we're, we're talking right, we're here, done. man. We're done. Yeah, we're, we're done. done. We That's both have it. to pee. We both have to pee. We talk about it's fair, but this is not the last time you'll come in. Well, you said this, it, not me. But uh, yeah. This might be the last time you come in. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but hey, this weekend, I mean, it's SummerSlam week. This is a bonus episode we're putting out for free with Woo! Dolph Ziggler, the current intercontinental champion. Well, come to our shows this week. Friday I have night. five jobs. I I am already on two to three hours sleep for the entire day. I'm going on Fox Business tonight. I'm taking a train to Boston tomorrow to to do that show at Laugh Boston. I'm coming right back to go downtown in, in Manhattan to go to uh, Barnes & Noble to do an appearance. All your favorite superstars are doing them all over the city, New York and New Jersey, all week long. They're not going to have any sleep. Go out there and support those guys. Friday night at Caroline's, come see Dan and myself, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really funny people and some people who don't know what the hell they're doing, and it's going to be a magical night, and we're going to make it maybe a once or twice a year thing if it works out really well. And, and I'm yeah. going to donate a, a huge donation to Wounded Warriors Project, and then Saturday night, come see Dan and myself again. That's be great. Saturday night, midnight at Caveat Theater. It's going to be awesome. You get tickets at caveat.myc. Ziggler will be there. And it sounds like you might see a, cha- a real WWE Championship title at this show. All right. Hey, <laughs> Ziggler, thank you so much for coming in and making the time. Uh, it's always a fucking blast. It, it goes too long because we're having too much fun. Way too long. All right. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. <laughs> Of wrestling, I listen on Thursday when I go to work. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.